The focus of pretty much the next four prokim is a rivichatzeris and shit of mavoyos. Rivichatzeris refers to when houses in a courtyard join together to be able to carry in the courtyard and into the houses from the courtyard and vice versa. And shit of mavoyos is basically the same thing, just instead of all the houses in the courtyard joining together, it's all the courtyards in the street joining together. And that allows them to carry from the courtyard into the street, and vice versa, and also in the street itself. Of course, as long as the street is not a Rosh Rabbim, where it is forbidden mid to carry. Now, the whole requirement to make an Erevichat Seris or Shittim Mavoyes is only mid mid since it's not a public domain, you're allowed to carry there. Now, if let's say there are four houses in a courtyard, and three of them join together to make an Erevichat Seris, but one of them doesn't join. Now, an Erevichat Seris can only be made before Shabbos comes in. The whole point of an Erechat Seiris is to join them together. We view it as if it's sort of one big household who lives in the courtyard. It's no longer viewed as different owners. So just like you can't acquire and buy and sell things on Shabbos, so too Erechat Seiris needs to be done before Shabbos comes in. So what happens if, let's say, there's one person who didn't join in with Erechat Seiris? That should technically stop everybody from carrying in the chotzer in the courtyard. Because the whole point of Erechat Seiris is to say that this is owned by just one person, or by all of them, but collectively, and not by multiple owners. So that means that if there's one person in the courtyard who wasn't part of it, he forbids everybody else from carrying. However, there is a solution, and this can even be done on Shabbos itself, and that is known as Bittul Rishus. When the person who is not part of the Erev Chatseris nullifies his ownership and his rights to the courtyard, and he pretty much relinquishes all of his rights to the courtyard and to his house. And in that way, we're left with only those who are part of the Erev Chatseris, and that's viewed as one collective unit of ownership, and as such, they would be able to carry in that courtyard and into the houses from the courtyard. The focus of our Mishnah is somebody who lives together with a non-Jew in a courtyard, so let's imagine there are four houses in the courtyard, and one of them is owned by a non-Jew. One who lives together with a non-Jew in a courtyard, or with somebody who does not agree with the concept of an Erev, he doesn't believe in the Durabonon laws and what they say, so he doesn't really trust in the Erev Chatseris. So these two people definitely can't be part of the Erev Chatseris, because they don't hold that this is valid at all. But according to the Tanakama Haris the Iserlov, that non-Jew or the person who doesn't agree with the concept of Erev, even if he's a Jew, that forbids the other person and the other people who live in the courtyard from carrying. Divya Meir, that is the opinion of Meir, who holds that not only can they not be part of the Erev Chatseris, but they also cannot be Mavatal their Rishus. They cannot nullify and relinquish their rights to the courtyard and the house. The reason being that the Chachomim wanted people not to live together with non-Jews. They didn't want them to get too close, living in the same courtyard, becoming friendly with them. And in order to prevent people from living together with non-Jews, they made it very difficult to do so. And they decreed that they cannot allow a non-Jew to be mavatal their assurance, and that won't help to be able to carry in the courtyard. And that way people will not want to live in a courtyard with non-Jews, because they'll never be able to carry in the courtyard on Shabbos. Now, Rebbe Yaakov fundamentally agrees with the Meir, but he mentions one exception. Rebbe Yaakov, Yaakov says, The non-Jew, or the person who does not agree with the Erev, doesn't believe in the Rabbonim. He does not forbid the other people from carrying. Unless there are two Jews who end up forbidding it on each other. Meaning Rebbe Yaakov is saying that if there is only two houses, let's say, in the courtyard, one is owned by a non-Jew and the other is owned by a Jew, in that case, the Rabbonin's decree does not apply, and since he is the only Jew living there, 
he is allowed to carry in that courtyard even without making an ear of a chatzerus. The truth is, he doesn't even need to make the non-Jew mavatal his rishus because a non-Jew's living is not considered such a significant fixed living when it comes to the laws of Erevin to forbid him from carrying. So if there's only one Jew there, he's actually allowed to carry even without doing anything. And this is based on a general rule that something which is not a common case, a very unusual case, is not included in a Midrabonon decree. So since it's very uncommon anyway for a Jew to live just with a non-Jew and not with any other Jews in the same courtyard, so the Rabbonin did not include this case in their decree, and therefore he would be able to carry there without the non-Jew doing anything. Mishnah Beis, we saw in the previous Mishnah that somebody who is Jewish but doesn't agree with the concept of Erevin, which comes from the Chachonim and the Rabbonim, is considered like a non-Jew when it comes to the Halachas of Erevin. Now throughout the history of the Jewish people, there were different groups of Jews who weren't necessarily in the fold and didn't believe in everything. For example, there were Kusim, Kusim were a nation of people who converted to become Jewish after a story of wild animals which chased them, and out of fear they converted, but it was often a doubt as to whether their conversion was genuine and real. Ultimately, it was found that they still worshipped Abed Zara, they still worshipped idols, and as such they were pronounced to be non-Jews. But there was another group of Jews who began as Jews, they weren't converts, but they slowly drifted off and became known as the Tzedukim, and they only believed in Tosh B'chsav, but not Tosh Balpeh. Not things which came from the Rabbanon. Now, I mean, Gamliel and our Mishnah is of the opinion that Bittal Rishus done by a Tzeduki does work. There's a discussion as to whether he can be part of an Erev Chatzeris, but Bittal Rishus does work according to Rabban Gamliel. And he proves this from a story. Omar Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel said, echod. It once happened with one particular Tzeduki, He lived with us in the same Movoy in Yerushalayim. So this time the discussion is not necessarily one of Erev Chatzeris, but rather shit of Mavoyos. But the mechanism is pretty much exactly the same, just that here it's joining together courtyards instead of joining together houses. And my father said, this particular Ben Gamliel's father was Ben Shim Ben Gamliel, and after the Tzeduki was Mavatal his Rishus, Ben Shim Ben Gamliel told his family, and told the other people of the courtyards, hurry and take out all of the utensils, into the before the Tzeduki takes out his things and forbids you from carrying. Meaning, if the Tzeduki would take out his things into the courtyard after being mavatal his Rishus, that would show that he's going back on his Bittal Rishus, because he's now using the courtyard. He just relinquished his rights to the courtyard. But if he's now using the courtyard, that means that he's getting rid of the whole Bittal Rishus. So you should make sure to take out your things into the Movri first, and that way you're sort of showing that you're using his Bittal Rishus, so you're making his Bittal Rishus official, and once you've started using it, then it's too late for him to take away his Bittal Rishus. Be it as it may, what we see from this story is that the Bittal Rishus of the Tzeduki works. As long as he can't take it back, as long as first you take your things out into the Movri, the Bittal Rishus of the Tzeduki works. However, Behuda cited a different version of what Rabban Shimon Gamiel had said, and it comes out the exact opposite. Rabbi Huda says in a slightly different version that Rabban Shimon Gamliel said, Hurry and do whatever you need to in the Mavui, before he takes out his things and does forbid you from carrying. And he said this before Shabbos came in. He told him, Do everything you need to in the Mavui now, because once Shabbos has come in, you won't be able to. Because the Bidl Rashus of the Tzeduki did not work, and you are therefore forbidden to carry in the Mavui, because one of the members of the courtyard is not part of this Shit of Mavoyais.
Mr. Gimel, in a general case where one of the members of the courtyard did not join the area of Chatseris, and therefore he was mevatal his rishus in order to allow everybody else to carry in the courtyard, in such a case, as we saw earlier, it is forbidden for that person, that individual, to carry from his house into the courtyard or from the courtyard into his house. Because by doing so, he's showing that he's going back on his bitl rishus because he's using the courtyard. However, it is permitted for the other members of the courtyard to carry from the courtyard into that individual's house, or vice versa, because now it's all considered to be sort of one large property, collectively owned by all of them, and that includes his house as well. Our Mishnah now talks about a case where the person was mavatal his rishus in the courtyard, but he was not mavatal the rishus of his house. So that does work to permit everybody to use the courtyard. The courtyard is now collectively owned by all of them except for that individual. And it also allows them to carry from the courtyard into their houses, and vice versa. However, it does not allow them to carry from the courtyard into that individual's house, because that's considered a totally different domain, which is not part of the area of Chatseris, and therefore none of them can carry into that house or from that house into the courtyard. Says the Mishnah, Shechotzer, the members of a courtyard, Shechachach Echol Mehemelo Erev, the one of those members forgot to be part of the Erev Chatseris, and he was mevatel his Roshus of the Chotzer, of the courtyard, but not of his house. In such a case, He and the other members are forbidden to carry things into and out from his house because it's considered a totally different domain. Vishelahem, but their houses, Mutorim Lovelahem, both he and the other people are allowed to carry from the other people's houses into the courtyard, and from the courtyard into their houses, because that is all considered to be like one large, collectively owned domain and property. And even the individual is allowed to take things from his house, from their house into the courtyard, or vice versa, because in this case he's just considered to be like a guest of theirs. He's not going back on his bit because he's not using his own house. He's using the courtyard as sort of part of them. Together with them, he's using their, their courtyard now. And so even he is allowed to carry things from the courtyard into their houses and vice versa. Alright, now what happens if instead of the individual who forgot to be part of the Erev Chatseris, instead of him being Mavatal his Rishus to the other people, what happens if they were Mavatal their Rishus to him? That's also another solution, because at the end of the day it will end up that only one person has ownership of the courtyard, or has rights to the courtyard. So if they did that, if they gave him their rishus of the courtyard again, they kept their ownership of the houses, they only relinquished their rights to the courtyard. So who mutter? The individual is permitted to use the courtyard and carry things in the courtyard, and from the courtyard into his own house, and from his own house into the courtyard. However, firstly, he is forbidden to carry things from the courtyard into, into their houses, or vice versa, because it's considered a different domain. Because they did not nullify their rishus, their ownership of their own houses, only of the courtyard. And furthermore, the Hena Surin, in this case, the other members are forbidden totally from using the courtyard, and even from using the courtyard to carry things into his domain, into his house. And the reason for this is because in the previous case, where the individual was mevatel his rishus, he's still allowed to carry things from the courtyard into their houses, because he's considered like a guest of theirs, so he's doing it together with them. But in this case, it's the opposite. There's an individual who owns it, and now all of a sudden there's loads of other people using the courtyard. And in this case, we don't consider them to be guests, because it's less logical to assume that lots of people are guests of one individual, than to assume that an individual is a guest of those lots of people. Now the final case of the Mishnah is Hoyushanaim, if there were two people who forgot to be part of the area of Chatseris. Now a simple solution is for both of them to be mevatel their Rishus to everybody else. However, in our case, the other people who were part of the area of Chatseris 
they were Mavatal Verishas to these two people. Now, if you think about it, when they did that, that didn't actually help, because there are still now two owners, two individual owners of the courtyard, who have not got an air of between them, they're not joined together. So when the other members do bitter rishus towards these two people, that doesn't work. As Misha says, Osim Zelzer, they forbid it on each other because they're not together, so it's like there are two different people who own different parts of the courtyard and therefore cannot carry there. And the mission elaborates, One person who forgets to make it to be part of the Erechatseris, so he can be his Rishus himself to everybody else, or everybody else can be battle their Rishus to him, and that will be a solution, as we saw at the beginning of the Mishnah. But Shanaim, if two people forget to be part of the Erechatseris, Noisim Rishus, they can give, they can be battle their Rishus to everybody else, and that would work. But if they Noitim Rishus, it would not work for them to take the Rishus of everybody else, as we said, because there are still going to be two people who have ownership of the courtyard and are not joined together and therefore will not be able to carry. Now the obvious question is, why can't one of those two people now be Mavatal Hizrushus to the other person? And that way you'd only have one owner of the courtyard. So the Mephoshim explain that since the original Bittal Rishus from everybody else to the two people did not help, we view it as if it didn't work at all. And as such, the one of those two people can't then be Mavatalizrushus to the other person, because he didn't really get ownership of the rest of the courtyard, because the original Bitalrushus didn't work or help at all. So the second one won't work either. Mr. Dalud, when exactly is one allowed to be Mavatalhizrushus to everybody else in the courtyard? Bitalrushus has to happen whilst it is still day before Shabbos comes in. Because according to Beishamai, this is considered to be some sort of Kenyan, some sort of acquisition. There's a change of ownership over here. And therefore, just like you're not allowed to buy and sell on Shabbos, you're also not allowed to transfer any ownership. And so it needs to be done before Shabbos comes in. Just like an Erev Chatseris needs to be done before Shabbos comes in. On the other hand, it can even be done once it gets dark, once Shabbos has come in. Since according to Beis Hillel, the person does not actually have to give up his ownership of the courtyard. All he needs to do in Bittor Rishus is to give up his rights of using the courtyard. That's already enough. And as such, it is not forbidden on Shabbos. Alright, second half of the Mishnah now. Mishnah Rishusai Vahitzi. Somebody who was Mavatali is Rishus, and then he bought out some of his utensils. He used the courtyard, he took things from his house into the courtyard. So according to the first opinion of our Mishnah, whether he did it by mistake or on purpose, meaning even if he didn't realize that what he was doing was going against what he had just said, it was going against his bitter rishus, nevertheless, he forbids everybody else from carrying because he has just gone back on his bitter rishus. It's irrelevant if he didn't realize what he's doing. Fact is, he's now using the courtyard, which goes against his whole declaration of bitter rishus, and therefore he, is gain- he gains the rights to his courtyard again, and as such he forbids everybody else from using that courtyard for carrying. Give him mayor, that is the opinion of a mayor. However, Yehuda says, but Mezid, if he did it intentionally, meaning he wanted to go against his bitter rishus, he had intention to regain the rights to his courtyard, then Oyser. Then he does forbid everybody else from carrying. However, Bishoigeg, if it's by mistake, if he doesn't realize, let's say he forgot that he was Mavatal Rishus, so then, Ein Oiseri does not forbid everybody else from carrying, because he can't gain the rights to his courtyard again, without meaning to do so. We don't look at it as if he just got rid of his Bittal Rishus. And so the rest of the people in the courtyard can still carry from their houses into the courtyard, and from the courtyard into the houses, and in the courtyard itself.